Yes, hello and welcome to the Business of Property podcast. I'm Stuart. And I'm Simon. And we talk every week about the reality of running our property businesses. Simon owns buy to and created Patchma, a leading portfolio management software system and a source of property market insights. And Stuart runs a portfolio of co-living properties with a six-figure turnover. Don't forget, please do click on the link below in the show notes to join our email Bop Tribe. We have got an email onboarding program working and I do also just want to say a quick note of thanks to one of our Bop Tribe who emailed us recently to say that uh, she hadn't received anything yet and we did have a problem with our CRM which we are resolving so just want to say thank you for reaching out to us on that just to chivvy us along because we we did need that so thank you and today we are going to talk about couple of subjects, but we're going to start really with an article stroke post that you read, Simon, which is one of those which which slightly irked me, but it was around potential demand or not for student properties. Indeed, this post was saying that they had a a five-bed student property that they were struggling to let. And they, they said they've previously had great success letting this property. But this time round, it just doesn't seem to be working out for them. And of course, as is often the case with people complaining about things online, they didn't provide a lot of detail. <laughs> but, there, but there was, I thought, some interesting discussion in, in the follow-up from it. And some people saying they, they were very pro-student properties and some people saying they were very anti-student properties for, the, for their own personal portfolios. And other people suggesting that the problem could be a growth in PBSA or changes in student profiles, as in how they look for properties and what they look for in properties, and, and even down to how students are socialising and how that could affect the market. Yeah. But I, I think we might talk about a, a, a simpler consideration. And tied in with this, you're, you're marketing a property of your own at the moment, Stuart, and you, you've said a very choice phrase as we were discussing this earlier. And you said you looked at it online and thought, oh my goodness, that's awful. <laughs> so, so this is your own property, Stuart. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for filtering me. Yeah, I probably probably said something stronger than that. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's interesting. There's a good couple of subjects there. And it, it was an interesting subject. And we will come back to it in terms of, you know, it's really easy to turn around and talk about all of these macro factors like purpose-built student accommodation legislation etc etc and what was interesting was that I, I got an email from the estate and say yeah your property's up online and, and just to be clear it is at the time of recording literally 10 minutes before we started this recording it went up online I opened right move and I was like blooming heck <laughs> he said filtering <laughs> and number one the the front of the property and I, I have been there recently but uh, we had an issue with the gutter and clearly the where the water's leaked so it's, it was painted it looks like a light lemon color is the front of the house but the top half is now mostly black where clearly the the, the gutters leaked so number one I was like well curb appeal one out of ten and then as I flick through the photos none of the beds are made it's it's pretty messy now to be fair the agent did say to me that the property was a bit messy and would need to speak to the agent. So I did that immediately, actually. I contacted the agent and said to them that, I know it's a tricky one, but can you let the tenants know that I'm putting the property on the market? And 
as per the terms of the agreement, they do need to keep the house in good order. So, you know, if they could just do that, particularly at time of viewings, that would be gratefully appreciated. So actually, I should say that, that the agent did mention it. However, it concerned me that the main photo is of something that even as a someone that um, owns the property, I thought that that's not great. And it really just brought us onto the subject back to the post of like, how aware are we of our own properties? And are we looking through the eyes of a prospective buyer or a prospective tenant? Because I think if we did that, we'd probably get the answers to a few of our questions before we start blaming the the next thousand room PBSA that's going to get built up in our local environment. So the, the, the poster that said that, I would ask them, I'd say, okay, give me a location of your property and send me the most current photos of your property. And I believe we'll get the answer to why your your property is not getting filled within minutes, because I feel the same about mine. You know, I looked at it and thought, actually, it, it's a property that has not, it's, it's, ne- it's never been void, touch wood. It's always rented. And therefore, I've probably taken my hands off the wheel a bit too much. And it does remind me that I do want to start doing more viewings, but it, it's a case. So I think we, we've got to look a lot closer to home before we start blaming outside factors. Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, th- those photos of a property, when you have it on listed online, they matter so much. And I think if you're, if you're selling a property, as in actually for sale, not, not trying to sell it for rent, but I mean, selling it, I think you can, you can sort of get away with perhaps less curb appeal less good photos because people are willing to to consider doing some refurbishment or some redecoration or whatever when they they buy a property but if you're trying to rent a property people do not expect to be coming in and redecorating or anything like that in fact they probably aren't even allowed to so when you're when you're renting if those photos really matter how it looks on the online listing really matters and I am constantly amazed by the number of rental properties that I see come online with two or three awful photos, no floor plan, and next to no information. And, and in the current market, fair enough, they can get away with it. But this is even five years ago that this was, was happening. And, and I, I don't know how rental agents, letting agents, should I say, think they can get away with this or why landlords think this is a, a good way to allow their properties to be rented out and to achieve low voids and high rents when you, you're just not providing prospective tenants with the information with attractive information about your property it's it's so simple that that some of us miss it and i know that we can be blind by the things that we see a lot of the time. So, you know, if it's your own residence, I mean, like even now, my my house, I've got four kids. I sometimes come home and go, there's a black mark there because it's, it's all white. You start noticing it. But sometimes I, I've stopped you... counting the black marks. I just look <laughs> for the white bits now. <laughs> but you can get oblivious to it. And it's a bit like, you know, if someone comes to your home and might just think, oh, that's a bit of a funny smell or the sofa doesn't look great. But because you've lived there, you just don't notice it. But this, this leads me to, to my next story, which was I went to see a property two days ago it was a it's a large property basically made as essentially bedsits several bedsits the the quality of tenants hasn't been high let's just say that 
and it's half empty. It's got a couple of people in it. All that aside, when I was being taken around the property, it, it wasn't nice. Some of it was, was, you know, some of the rooms didn't have carpets. Basically, there was some work started that, that the, so basically the owner's just gotten fed up with it, essentially. The owner's gotten fed up with it and he just wants it gone. Just to check, was this rented? People living there who were renting it? Yeah. So, I mean, their rooms were carpeted, but it just wasn't a very nice place. So if you can imagine a property that's that's reached the the bottom of the market that it can rent to, that that's where we're at. But aside from the, the fact that there were just some really not very nice things about it, I mean, the, the, one of the, there was a basement that was an apartment. I mean, literally, I went in there and I said, look, I'm really sorry, I, I can't spend long in here. It was, the smell was awful. You know, it's really awful. And I, <laughs> so I made the joke to the agent and I said, because uh, I, I said, how long has this property been for sale? And, and obviously, I know the answer to that question because I use Patma. But uh, I said, how long has this property been for sale? And she said, quite a while. I said, oh, so like the smell then. <laughs> I'm not sure how that went down. But then we went into one of the back rooms and the, a window had been smashed. Okay, happens. Had been boarded up. Okay, so it's in progress. However, and, and it looked like it happened a while ago, the, the, the glass that had been smashed and shattered was just left on the floor. And it had been there for some time. And I said to the agent, you know, why hasn't this been cleaned up? And she said, well, basically the, the, there was no answer. And it just reminded me that I, yeah, the responsibility is, of course, with the owner. It's with us as owners and investors. But I just thought if I was an agent, and I've been in this situation before, if I was an agent, I would just say to the owner, look, we, are, we cannot do any more viewings until certain things get sorted. Because it's ha- we know you want to sell the property quickly and you're selling it as a distressed sale. However, there's certain things that even as a potential investors, and I get the kind of they're thinking, well, as a potential as investors, we know what properties are like. We can treat it as a blank canvas. But as I, as I said to the agent, you know, all that's saying to us is this isn't a very nice area. You know, there's, there's break-ins happening. So already that's leading me to other thoughts. I mean, my personal view is that I think um, one of the tenants had forgotten their keys and just decided, I know, I'll just smash the back window and walk in through that way. But I, although we have to take responsibility as owners, I also think the, the agent, and, and this brings me back to my properties, I, I would have also liked the agent to have said, you know, if, if you really want to expedite this out, you should sort out the face of the property. I mean, I'm, I'm in a situation now where, Again, I've only seen the photos today because I've only gone live. But where I'm thinking, I might actually phone the agent and say, Do you know what, put it on hold, take it off, because I'm not happy to market it like this. Now, uh, the, the thing that you did remind me of is that, you know, when we're selling it, there are ne- these these can also be negotiating tools, can't they? So, but I, I don't want to be negotiated <laughs> to, you know, <laughs> I, I want to get what I consider is a good market value. So I'm happy to get one of my builders around, get that front painted double quick, hopefully increase the number of viewings and appeal and get closer to the asking price before someone says, well, I've got to, do, I've got to get scaffolded, I've got to get painted, so take another two grand off or what, you know, whatever the number is. So, so we've got those elements to think about as well, you know, the commercial aspect as well as just the, is it nice for people to walk around and, and trample over shattered glass? And let's, let's not even go down the health and safety route. Yeah, I mean, that, that just, you would have thought it would take someone 10 minutes to sweep that up and surely that would be worth doing but then 
maybe if you put it in context and the basement stinks and there are, there are rooms that haven't got floors or or at least sort of carpets on the floors maybe maybe shattered glass is the least of their concerns perhaps in, in the the overall sort of appearance of the property they they feel it's it's just doesn't rank high enough to to worry about <laughs> and, and and they're not fair enough going to go around and put carpets in all the rooms because i mean that that's a much bigger job so no that I that, that i understand because i think you, that's what you're selling it as you're selling it as a look this is a part partly complete job whoever takes this on is going to take it up halfway through that is absolutely fine but i also think and this is where i think you know and i'm sure you know agents can message us and say that that's that's well out of our remit but i don't know if i'm doing a, a job I either A, have to tell the owner and just say, this needs sorting because you're not going to sell it because everyone's going to be concerned about, quite rightly, safety and security of a property when they see smashed windows, you know, or or you need a story to tell, but at least clean the blooming thing up. Or as the SA agent, yeah, get a broom out and just sweep it all into the corner, cover it up. I don't know, do something to help your cause if you want to get that commission rate. Uh, like I say, I'm sure there's an arguments for it and against it from from agents in terms of what they are allowed to do. And I'm sure there's, they'll say there's a rule that they, that they shouldn't do that. But I think, um, yeah, it, you know, it's one of these things we, we could talk about for, for some time. But I I always think it always sits with us as owners as responsible. But as agents, we're paying a fee. And I like to think that you'd get advice. And, and it reminds me of one other viewing I did a few years ago, actually. And it was to buy. So the... The owner was an owner investor who had recently refurbished the property. It was a two bed flat, very nicely done. You could see it had recently been done because it was all freshly painted, uh, put a new kitchen in and stuff. When the agent took me there, and uh, I'm, I'm not exaggerating, we waded through the fast food bags and detritus. So yeah, if you just imagine a lot of like KFC bags, McDonald's bags, just strewn everywhere. And it was up to my knees. It was up to like I walked into the front room and literally, you know, literally just wading through fast food. And I turned around to the agent and I said, when did this tenant move in? And she said, oh, a couple of weeks ago. And I said, have you spent? Like, have you done any of other viewings here? Yeah, 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 we've done a couple. And I said, have you spoken to the owner about this? No, no, I haven't spoken to the owner. And I said, can you do me a favour? I said, as soon as we finish this viewing, can you please phone the owner immediately and tell them what is happening here? And there was just a real, I just couldn't understand just from a common sense perspective why you wouldn't think that that would be the most sensible action to take. Forget that you're trying to sell the property, but they were cognizant because they had also rented the property. So they were renting and so they were letting and selling it. It was a job lot. But to have someone in there and you've already seen that the mess that they've created in two weeks, and I thought if they've got a contract for six months, I dread to think what the quality of this flat's going to be like for the poor. Yeah, I'm going to say the poor investor that's actually spent that money. (laughs) Well, I, I suppose. I mean, we we said at the outlet we're going to try not to be bashing agents in this episode, <laughs> but but just briefly, I, I suppose the thought process could be that well, 
we've rented it out, but in a few months' time, it's going to be sold, and um, it's not a problem after that. So <laughs> why, why would we worry? And, and who cares if our 1% commission is a few pounds less because the, the potential buyer is paying a thousand pounds less or whatever because they, they didn't have a good impression. But anyway, yes, less of that. So yeah. I had a question. With, with your property that you're, you're selling, the beds are unmade and you want to try and make the rooms that these tenants are in look better and more presentable. How much can you do? I mean, obviously, you can ask the tenant and say, please make your bed and please tidy up your junk and what have you. But could you, could the agent, could anyone actually go in and say, excuse me, Mr. Tenant, Mrs. Tenant, whatever tenant, would you like me to make your bed for you before we take this photo? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not not suggesting... You should send someone in to just make everybody's beds. I, 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 you would ask, but but do you think you you could? Well, there's a new service. You could offer a turndown service for your tenants, isn't it? You know, like, <laughs> like like the posh hotels do when you go away in the afternoon. You can do, make their beds, leave them a little chocolate on the pillow. Um, no, the, the short answer is I would. I just I wouldn't expect anyone to do that, cause, and I certainly wouldn't do it myself. I wouldn't be touching anyone else's. Um, Bed sheets, beds. I mean, that's just how I, f- I feel quite strongly about that. However, you're, you're, you're not going to start working in a hotel then. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Interestingly, looking at some service accommodation. But no, I, I think the, the only way that I would do this is so the first thing is I'm, I'm, I'm seriously contemplating contacting the agent saying, actually, just put this on pause, take it off because I'm not happy with the photos. But number two, what, what we would do to mitigate it for viewings is I think I would. You know, obviously, with tenants, we, we have to be mindful of the fact that they're tenants and to give them quiet enjoyment, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, to, to book a day a week and when that day's booked, just I'll contact the agent because obviously the, the tenants need advance notice and just say, can you please speak with the tenants? Because we have viewings on day X and that on day X, yeah, the beds must be made and things tidied. And, and I, think, I think that is as much as we can do. Obviously, yeah, I mean, I, I've viewed. What I would say is that anyone that's typically viewing a student property, so I, I went to a property, another property, the, on the same day where I saw the, the broken glass one, but it, it was pretty awful. And that the person, so there was a person also with me that that clearly wasn't used to student. They're like, "Oh, this is pretty bad," and I said, "This is one of the tidiest I've seen," and, and it was. They, they'd bless the tenants. They'd obviously tried to do a sweep up. But there was a stray cat coming in out of the kitchen. There was like piles of rubbish and there was a sink. I mean, you walk into the kitchen and then you could, you know, there was a sink full of washing that had been, they'd clearly had a party and, and I don't think anyone had been, you know, down the stairs for at least a week. So, you know, if you just imagine like dirty dishes and stuff that had been sat around for a week on the side. And like I say, that was pretty good. You know, and, and at the end of the day, they're just being students. Like I've got no... But the fact that someone thought it was really bad when I was like, oh, this is one of the best I've seen shows you that there is, a, you know, varying degrees of sort of subjectivity. So, I th- you know, there's, a, there's only so much you, you can expect. But the point I was making is that as someone that has walked around many a student property, I, I expected it. So anyone that's coming to view my property, if they come around and there's unmade beds and there's just bits of junk on the floor, I'd expect them 
to not mostly not be surprised about that if they're all looking to buy an investment student unless it's their first one. Would you consider using past photos? So you obviously market this property every year to students to, to rent out. So presumably you have photos of the rooms empty and looking really nice. Would you would you consider using those in your sale listing? I mean obviously you couldn't really do that for the outside that needs fixing up and things because that would be misrepresenting it. But obviously the how the rooms look at the end of, of a student let or whatever, I think is sort of quite sensible and a reasonable thing to show. So would you consider doing that? Yeah, definitely. And it's it's interesting. I was thinking about that as you were talking earlier as well about things that would be wrong with the property. And I think, well actually you could use those photos. My view on that is you've just got to be really careful. I think as long as the aesthetics are as close to what they are now and you know if it is just about an unmade bed or you know socks on the floor whatever it is I don't think that's a problem I just what I what you don't what I certainly don't want to do is put photos up and then for the reality to be so different that it would put so so again I just put myself in the eyes of a potential buyer and I've been in that situation myself where I've looked at the photos they're reasonable looks okay and I go there and there's a crack in the wall and my immediate sensors go off and say well if if those things have been hidden what other quite literal skeletons are in the cupboard waiting to jump out so I think I think like most things there's just a bit of a balance if I if I if I had a look at those photos and and we actually we did take some photos when we just refurbed it I think it's fine but what you don't want is people just to turn up walk through the door and go holy sweet mother of god this is not what we thought we were coming to and just immediately get turned off so i think there's just there's got to be a bit of balance yeah so try, try not to over promise and under deliver but but try to under promise and over deliver so i mean maybe a, a sort of get around to that would be to have both sets of photos so people could see how property looks when it's empty between lets but then also be aware of how it looks now when they might come around to view it yeah, I, I, in short, for me, we've got to remember that the, the, the listing is an advert. You know, so like most adverts, you have to put things in their best possible light without misleading people to such a degree that, A, it's probably illegal, let alone immoral. So you need to, you need to attract people to, to what it is you're selling without, without making it uh, so different. But uh, they're, they're our views. We'll be very keen to hear anyone else's views that listens to the podcast and do send us a tweet at B-I-Z of property on Twitter. We, we will respond to those messages as and when we get to them. So please do register out to there. And if you've enjoyed or gotten any value from this show at all, and if you're still listening now, I very much hope that you did, please do leave us a rating and or review on your podcast, Blair Choice. It really does help us to get the message out there. And we really would appreciate it very, very much. We'll see you next week.